We live. We live. Hi, you guys. Welcome. Welcome back to Mixed Emotions. We have another episode, and I have another phenomenal guest. The GOAT. This is probably the best guest. So far. My favorite guest. Nah. I will let him introduce himself to you all, um, as I do all of my guests. I'm sure. Her son. The one where she learns how to talk. That's Jador, um, my child, my one, my one and only. I wanted to do this episode one because of the feedback from episode one where people was sending reviews in about Jador. But most importantly, I, I've been focusing on love all this month and what way to do an episode with the greatest love that I have ever encountered, the greatest love that I have ever experienced. Um, I really just wanted to get up here and talk about the dynamics of a mother and son relationship. We were watching a video on, um, what was it, Jadoa? Instagram? This, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, were, we saw a video on Instagram where the little boy was crying because he wanted to marry his mom. And Jadoa, tell, tell the people what you said to me when we saw that video. I don't know, it was kind of... I mean, my mom talked to me was like, that's not what you're supposed to do. And I was like, yo, it's kind of weird. Why would you want to marry your mom? I mean, I love my mom too, but sometimes I get tired of seeing her every day. So it's kind of odd, but I could get what homeboy coming from though. Why, why do you think, why is that odd to you? I mean, it's odd because, okay, you're supposed to love your mom, but at some certain point, you're not going to have to come to the conclusion and come to the reality that your mom's not always going to be with you and your mom's not always going to be with you through everything. So it was kind of weird. Yeah, so we have this rule in our house. And from the time that Jador was very small, um, I have always said that he would be my son. Um, I would be there to love and nurture him, but I would not create him to be my husband and I see that a lot in households where single moms raising sons they really make their sons out to be um the man that left so the son is the man of the house uh the son does everything and they really depend on their son for emotional healing that type of love that I think should come from a partner or um from a husband or whatever Sorry, y'all. I got something going on with my face. But from the moment that I knew that I was going to be a single mom, my goal has always been to raise and nurture a boy who grows up to be a loving gentleman for a wife and not for me. I remember Jador was about five or six and he was like, mother, can I rub your feet? And I was like, (laughs) you remember that? Yeah, and he, I was like, dude, no, you're you're like you're my son, you're not my man. It's 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 like too intimate. So I've always had the the mindset that I was gonna raise a a a healthy and a whole man, but I wasn't gonna do it at the expense of him being my childhood husband, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes. Childhood husband, like, 
I'm the child and I kind of take on all the roles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I never, I never wanted that to be the reality of my household. And I think, I think it works for us. A lot of people say like, girl, you and your son, y'all, the dynamic of your relationship is weird. Like, is he your son? Uh, is he your friend? But I've also created a space in my house, and I think it's important to create a space for your children to express themselves um, in any way that they see fit. So I've kind of created that environment in our house. So, Jador, I think you should kind of talk from the experience or tell the listeners from your experience what it's like um, being raised by a single mom. You know, your dad is not around, mm-hmm. and it's just me and you. So can you kind of talk to about the good as well as some of the challenges that you have with being a boy raised by a single mom. Yeah, I mean, like, all right, so I have my mom around. I mean, we talk a lot. There's nothing I can hide from her. She's my, my right-hand man, well, right-hand woman, as I should say. Um, She's my best friend. Uh, my mom, it's always just been her and me my whole life, so it's more of a friendish sister relationship more than my, she's my mom, but at the same time, she's a good discipline. And it's not it's not really challenging, but at the same time, without like a male role model model except my uncles, I have not like really have a person that's like I want him to go there. So it's not really like a dis more of a it's always a discipline factor, but there's always I'm missing something, honestly. So you do you think you're missing something just because what you long for or what you want is like a dad? And I can no way possibly be your dad. You can always be loving, but you can never feel anyone else's duty. I, I can see that. So how how can, is there anything I can do differently to help fill that void? Or what would you say to the moms who are raising sons by themselves like me? What type of advice would you give them in how to love and nurture their sons? Um, Always be open. Never make your ch- child feel as if they have to hide anything from you. Because as your childhood, you've probably seen that going around or you've probably done it. So i rather just prefer you not to have your child be scared to refer to you for anything. Okay, so you appreciate the fact that you are able to be open and be honest. But Jadora, sometimes you, you say a little bit too much. I do say a little bit too much. No, like for real. I, I I know I do, but at the same time, I rather say too much than too little. Yeah, the, I, I I like that. I need you to say that like one more time for the slow people in the back. I, I, I rather say too much than too little. And why do you think that it's important to openly express how you feel and those feelings? Why why do you think that that is? Why do you like that? Why are you like that? So, as you stated in your previous episode that you shot last week, I heard our previous guest say you should more than talk to your children more, so leading them down the right path. So, I feel as if that is so true because that will lead into positive future action. I I believe that, and you know what else? I, I read a book one time, and it's called Toxic Parents, and in the book, it talks about the different types of parents. And the thing that stuck out to me the most was inadequate parenting. 
And inadequate parenting is when you parent your child based on your childhood trauma. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, I ain't gonna let me finish. You can go. You can keep going. Okay, so inadequate parenting is when you raise your children based off of your childhood traumas and you basically create many adults into your kids. I have never, ever done that because... There are some things that my mom did well and there's some things that she did terrible at, but I've never based my parenting on me and my mom's relationship. One, because I'm not her. And two, because my son is not me. So I think knowing who you are uh, and knowing who your child is and parenting based on that leads to more effective parenting um, than actually saying, well, my mama didn't do this for me, so I'm gonna do it for my son. Or my dad didn't do this, so I'm gonna do, do it, it for my for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, does that make sense for yeah. you? Cause uh, yeah, it also yeah, that's also if you like go off the parenting, and you relate to like if you have relation to your grandma, that's and your mom treats you that way, you're gonna go to your grandma and say, "Did you treat my mom like this?" And then it create a whole bigger conflict. So I feel like that's an important role in male to female parenting and female to male parenting so you think that you shouldn't go to your grandma for what like it's, it's, it's not playing really, over i'm really saying it's a great thing if you don't parent like that because that will cause conflict with more family if you go to another person saying did you do this to my mom or did you do this to my dad and such and such yeah i i agree i agree and i think it's really not the child's place to um kind of be the mediator yeah, between the grandparents or whatever. But, and, and some people are familiar with that situation, but we'll have new new viewers as well who are not familiar. So I really don't want to jump into, like, the dynamic of me and your grandma and you yeah. and your grandma. Not but, yet. Yeah, not yet. But I will say that I don't think that it's healthy to rob um your children of relationships with their grandparents i think you should give them that choice because the relationship that i have with her, my mom is not the relationship that you have with, with her. her so i kind of leave it up to you to make the choice if you want to do that or not yes and i think a lot of parents should ad adapt that model like our children are smarter than we think or we or we really do know how smart our kids are um, that they can kind of make those type of decisions for themselves on who they want to be around, the activities that um, they want to engage in. Which leads me to another thing with me and Jador is I am an extremely supportive parent. Um, and I think that helps with with transparency in the household. When Jador comes to me and he has radical ideas, I always support them. Um so you want to talk about that, Jadora? Like how 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 it makes you feel to have a supportive parent? Like that is how does that make you feel? Uh, I I like that a lot because I can think about anything or any constructive idea, and like some kids go to their parents and share their ideas. You usually get a oh boy that's dumb, but my mom always invests in my ideas and have a trial and error, and we can see if it works or not. And then I can always bring new ideas ideas into the mix. Yeah, and not just ideas, just supporting your mind and who yeah. you are as an individual. I remember one year, Jador had me driving to Alabama at a football game, and then I got uh, ejected off the field, snatched my baby up, and left. 
And then the next year he was he came home and he was like, Mother, I want to join the debate team. But what was so life changing about that is Jador was a deaf mute until he was six years old. Not even six. I was like seven. Yeah, eight. so Jador didn't talk. He didn't say a word. Like, the boy just, I thought he was like Slow. autistic or whatever. I had him tested for autism, a whole bunch of other stuff. I took him to the prophet at the church and said, pray over this baby. He wouldn't talk. So one day, Jador was like, hey, I want to I join the debate team or whatever. What? He was in the fourth grade. We had just moved to Atlanta. And he became, like, the number one debater in elementary school debate. And it's just like, oh, my God, my baby wants to do debate. And the average parent would probably be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But just the evolution of that, to see you and your passion, to see you thriving, to doing what you love to do in school and in the community. I talked about that on episode one was it really made me want to be a better person so that I could be a better mom for you. Yeah. Because you are so awesome in a way that I feel like I am not qualified to be your mom. What? Yes. Nah. You, listen, when, when, when you, you're 11. When I was, talk. when I was 11, I was not on a debate team. I wasn't into politics. I wasn't into the things around me. Yeah, you was running out openly pop. Yeah, I was running around like, I, I wasn't into that. So to see you and your vibe, you are like the evolution of me. And to see it, you, you, you truly inspire me to want to get my shit together. Like to get my shit together. Thank you. <laughs> so look, this is what else I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to talk to you because someone reached out to me um, in, in my DMs when I posted the first episode and I was talking about, you know, you and your debate and, and your whole journey or whatever like that. And they they were asking questions about, you know, just like our friendship, not just being open or not just being honest with each other. But how I am with you, I expressed um, how I'm feeling. Yes. And I told someone, I said, well, Jadora is not the priority in my house. Well, tell, them, tell them what's the motto. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. She, she usually says, you don't work. Hold up, you're a man. You don't work. You don't eat. But not just that. What do I say about wholeness in my emotions? If I am at 100%, if I'm doing well, then I can be a better parent. So, who comes first here? She does. And then you come what? Second. And I think more parents should ad- adapt to that mentality because... If you are not whole and you are not healthy, there's no way possible that you could be the best parent. So if there's ever a time where what Jador wants conflicts with what I want or what he feels and how I feel, I choose I choose how I feel first. Because if I'm whole and I'm happy, that love will exude and it, it will pass on to him. I'm also the parent who's extremely honest about how I'm feeling. So if I get manic, what what do I tell you? Jador, I'm depressed today. Not today. Um, And I think parents have always just like, oh, I want to shelter my kid. I want to nurture my kid. They are not honest with their kids about what's going on with them. Therefore, it creates a false sense of reality for the child. Um. And it's okay to tell your child, look, baby, I'm not feeling my best today. 
or look, I don't have it today, or I'm I'm not I'm not well. And I tell Jador that all the time. Look, Jador, I'm not well, and 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 that has created a space for him to say when he's not well. Also, he'll be like, Mother, I need a session with Dr. Tasha, or I just need somebody to talk to for thirty minutes. And I think we need to get to that because a lot of times we don't create spaces to have those conversations. And our children, they're going to their friends for emotional support. They're going to the internet or hell. Some of them are suppressing that shit and they just going the fuck crazy. And then it's like, damn, my child went crazy. And then you done found a note in their room that they've been depressed for six months. But you haven't created a space for them to be honest about how, how they feel. That's, that's very true. That's true. So... Do, do you feel comfortable with sharing like when you're depressed how you're depressed like are, does it make you feel better that you can communicate those things yeah I, I do because I know I don't have to go to anybody else I'm just six feet away from your room and I can just go share how I feel with you yeah and I, and I, I think I think that is like most important moms for you are raising your sons you are raising somebody's husband you are raising somebody's priest you're raising somebody's king so it is very important that you create a whole human being that way when he leaves out your house and he starts his own family that his family is in tune like he he knows how to lead a family and by doing that it's not making your son your husband it's actually having conversations with your son that need to be had on how to love how to nurture how to be in tune with not just your emotions but with the woman that you're with as well and Jador has had a couple of girlfriends by the way oh you don't want to tell the viewers about that and one I'll, I'll say it I'll, I'll say it. He had a girlfriend. He came to me and he said, "Mother, um, she she she's going. She has some type of emotional trauma." And I'm like, "What? Who says that at 11 years old about a fifth grade girlfriend that she's dealing with emotional trauma from her childhood because she's seen her mom have multiple boyfriends?" And then Jador comes back like, "Yeah, I don't want to um, interfere." I don't want to interfere or I don't want to deal with a girl like that. And I'm like, dude, first of all, that is a 30-something-year-old conversation and you shouldn't be having a girlfriend anyway. Um, yeah, but no. Okay, tell me why, but no. But no, I mean, okay, as if I know I'm a child, but having friendly relationship with females can prepare me for the future or have me have other relationships with women rather than my mom my grandma or any other female in my household or someone I know that I'm close with so I was, I wouldn't think it as a more of a caution or something that would be setting me back I think it's more of a learning experience having a girlfriend at 11 is a learning experience I mean what did you have your first boyfriend probably around the same age I am nah. gonna lie <laughs> probably around the same age but the conversations that you have about these girls to me sometimes I'm like Jador I'm your mama I really don't want to hear that but you just ramble and I'm grateful and I, I my intention is never to silence you but you said something earlier on in the episode about your mom not always is not always gonna be here yeah 
And that is also my thing. I want to be where where I'm if I'm no longer here, I want you to have what you need to survive without me. And a lot of people say it to us all the time. What do they call you? They either call me they call me grown a lot. And like kids they call me like smart A words and I was like, Don't be mad at me because I speak above your knowledge. Really, you're you're arrogant as shit. But I'm not arrogant. But people always use that word that you're grown. But it's not that you're grown. I'm it's educated. just you're 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 highly educated, not just on books, but on society. And I'm I'm a real ass parent. Like I'm yeah. not giving you no bullshit. No, no ma'am. <laughs> like I'm just not gonna do it. I've I've never been that parent. But I I would feel at peace if I transition knowing that I have raised you well that I have given you exactly what you needed in order to be a successful guy not just successful in the business arena but emotionally um I think you're gonna grow up and you're gonna be a great husband one day I think you're gonna be grow up and be a great professional one day and it's 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 just because what I give to you is what I got in my 20s. But the world is ever changing. We're in a different day. We're in a different time where I think it's very important for you to know what's going on. Not just in your house, but what's going on around you. So do you feel like at times I put too much on you as far as what I tell you? Do you ever feel overwhelmed with information? Like, is it too much? Talk to me about your experience on how 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 does that make you feel that you know a lot more than your friends? Does it make you feel like you're grown or your honest opinion uh, on it? It makes me feel like I, sh- I have to come up to more responsibility and um I have more pressure on me, but it's just preparing me for later. Um, sometimes when I, I share stuff, when I share with my friends, they kind when I share stuff with my friends, I'm like, what I know, and they like, why do you need to know all that? You're, you're a nerd. I was like, I'm sort of like, sometimes I feel like I'm an ask outcast, but it never really gets to me too much. I'm not really, I'm not going to go home stressing about it because I have this one right here with me all day. So, give me an example of one of those things that they say, like, why do you know all that? Oh, so, one time it was, like, a solid two months ago. And one of my friends said, uh, they say a little stuff. So, they'll say, like, yo, why are you around your mom too much? And I was, like, get out of, she was there. It's like, get out of her stuff. So, I'm out of her business. I was, like, just because I have a strong relationship with your, with my mom doesn't mean like that you have to come up in more of harass me about what I have. I'm thankful about what I have. So he's like, this person, anonymous person says, yo, it's just a joke. And I was like, yo, it's just a joke. He was like, stop wasting my time. You brought it. Then he said, and I said, you brought it up to me. And then he goes on to a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not wasting my oxygen. And if you guys know her, we she fights fire with fire and I so I also fights fire with fire. Okay, Jadora, you dragging it. You dragging <laughs> I'm dragging it. it. But you and your friends do do that. And I, I did hear your friends say that one day over the game. He was like, Jadora, you tell your mom everything. 
you, you just need to stop telling your mama our business. But I'm grateful that you do that. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful that you are extremely transparent with me about the things that concern you, um, the things that troubles you, because it, it teaches me how to interact with you. Yes. Um, and let me say this, Jador, from my experience, you kind of were some. No. And I, I don't want to be that parent. I don't want to be that parent that makes you feel like this is all we need. Yeah. Because I'm grateful for the bond that we have. I'm grateful for the love and I'm thankful for the relationship. But just like I cre- can't create you to be a husband for me, you cannot make me into a wife for you. Yes. I'm going to meet a man one day. I'm going to meet a man one day. And I see that a lot where a lot of boys who are raised by their single mom, as soon as mom bring a man in the house, but see them bitches called the nigga, they tell their son that's their uncle. Won't do that around here. Nah. <laughs> Won't do that. But as soon as a woman brings a man around her son, he ready to fight the man. He ready to run the man away. Nah. I, I and that's saying. not healthy. You, not. Sh- you should want someone to love me. To take care of me. Because you're going to get older. And you're going to leave here. And then I'm going to be by myself. So that's why here lately. You have seen me. Hang out by myself. Hang out with friends. It's because. You are my life. But. I have to have a life outside of this. Outside of parenting. Outside of parenting. I have to have a life outside of this just that's why i tell you when your friends call you to go to the skating ring and stuff jador please go hang out with your friends yeah because i am your mom i'm a part of your life but i can't be your whole life what like what is your escape from me when mom is getting on your nerves when i'm just not here what like what what do you have at the moment as I'm still going on about phases of life, I have absolutely nothing yet. But this podcast and having conversations with you and you being a supportive parent can teach me to have more of a fun foundation for the future and what I need. And that's all that matters. That That is the goal. That is the key is the future um, and creating in you something super dope. I'm excited to see... What you become when you get older. It's like a movie. Like I pray to God that he allows me to see who you grow up to be. If you are anything like you are now, you will probably be one of the most powerful men in America. And I am believing God for that. I am definitely believing God for that. So before we get off here, I know you gave advice to other single moms raising sons, but for all of our viewers, uh, do you have any feedback for me on how I can be a better mom, um, things that we could do in our household that will make you feel better? Uh, as far as my experiences at the moment, to me, you are perfect. You're number 100 so right now, um, as far as I think, all you can really do is just like, I don't know, not really, but sometimes 
although you do share a lot of stuff with with me, I feel like you should fill me in on a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, you need some business. You need some business of your own. Why do you want to be in my business? I need some Don't business. do that. You just, you just called me about having a girlfriend in fifth grade. Bro, you was in love with her and you made me spend $125 on her a Valentine's Day gift. Now you talking about girl. When, oh, my bad. Yeah. When I was your age, I wasn't getting $125 Valentine's Day gifts. You spent $125 on a girl. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But not on a girl that was with emotional trauma. <laughs> not on a girl with emotional trauma. You should have invested some time into her. Pray for her. I lay did. hands on her. Oh, shut up, double, shut up, double. Nah. Right, right, the church people. <laughs> <laughs> You better stop because she going to know you're talking about her speaking in tongues. But for real, y'all, this episode was super good. Y'all have met Majador. I hope you have loved and enjoyed him as much as I do. I'm going to work on him. Stop being in my business. He is part of the reason why I have mixed emotions. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I will see y'all next week. It was a pleasure.